0: Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review, or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode
1: Now I'm in a position where I'm personally on the hook for all these units, all these leases, all the monies that's in the bank. I'm owing people. So what do I do? I started getting merchant account loans, like merchant, yeah, payday loans and all of that. And it just got worse. So it just got to the point where I just needed to file bankruptcy. Wow. I was so broke. Marvin okay (laughs) I literally filed personally filed my own bankruptcy
0: wow goodness gracious
1: I know went down to the federal building got the packet filed it stopped the bleeding Mm -hmm. eventually just relocated Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. everyone's like well why you didn't get the PPP guess what I did get the PPP something went wrong with my bank I was part of a credit union bank Mm -hmm. that didn't do business loan credits okay something to that effect there was like we're not structured for that Mm -hmm. sent my check back Mm -hmm. never got it back Mm -hmm. so i literally had to grind it out and figure it out and i ended up in financial literacy in atlanta georgia
0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the marvin francois show your number one source for all things business finance and investing and today is a very special day because we have an amazing guest, none other than Mrs. Cash Flows, AKA Miss Akila Shabazz. How are you?
1: I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm
0: blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm here. I'm here. I don't know if I'm as good as you. I see the smile is shining, the hair is laid, everything is looking good, the skin is glowing, the the summer is treating you nice, I'm assuming. Things have been going along pretty well.
1: Yes, yes, life is good.
0: Good, good, indeed, indeed. And I'm very happy to have you here and I know everyone else is happy to have you too because today we're going to be talking about all things business credit and business funding and I'm super excited to get into it Uh, but before we do that, you guys already know the drill. Take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here right now to just go ahead, slap that like button, show this video some love and without further ado, Let's get it rocking and rolling
1: let's get into it
0: let's do it. so I'm extremely excited to have you on here because you know here on the podcast, the podcast was born from a YouTube channel that was based on all things credit right Now initially, I started out with personal credit, uh but you know, I also take as many opportunities as I can to talk about business credit right because I feel like everybody knows uh about personal credit, right, whether it be through you financing a house, financing a car. Uh, you know, trying to get a job in some cases, right? That's that, those are some different instances where your personal credit can come into play. But business credit is something that a lot of people still aren't too familiar with, which is crazy because there's so much more leverage that comes with it, right? Um, so for, for starters, so we can get into this conversation, let's talk a little bit about that as it pertains to credit. Uh, could you explain to the audience, uh, well, b- before we actually get into that, of course, talk to the audience a little bit about who you are, right? So tell them a little bit about who you are, where you're from, uh, what you do, and how'd you get your start?
1: So my name is Akila, originally from Chicago, Illinois. So I have been an entrepreneur like full time since 2014. Dope fully left corporate America, started a short-term rental business. My background was in real estate. So mm-hmm. I was a landlord for many, many years, which was a natural transition in order for me to just transition into short-term rentals, corporate rentals, Airbnb. Dope. So I'm rocking and rolling many, many years successful, right? Right. It was working until it wasn't. Okay. I made a big mistake.
2: What
0: was the mistake? I gotta hear this. Talk to me.
1: I was sponsoring everything with my personal cash and my personal name.
2: God, you know, no. no. Right.
1: So what did that mean? What did that look like? That looked like me just getting a lot of cash flow because I had scaled up to 14 units. So Mm -hmm. here it is. I'm getting cash every day on a daily basis, working until it wasn't Mm -hmm. hit a drought in 2019. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to say around September ish. Never, ever have I ever had this problem before. Half of my portfolio was not being rented. Zero
0: Wow. Where, where were you located at this time?
1: South Loop, Chicago. Got you. Downtown Chicago, hot area. I'm literally across the street from a major convention center where they play basketball, the soldier field, everything. I'm right. in prime area, right? Mm-hmm. I also had units in Orange County, California. Okay. So California was doing well, right? Okay. But Chicago hit a drought at the time wasn't sure exactly what was going on so i'm like you know what this is cool this is what we save cash for right 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 right. so i had saved like over a hundred something thousand dollars liquid cash it makes me sick on the inside just thinking about just having that much cash just lying around Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay this is my rainy day fund Mm -hmm. we'll rebound in spring spring never happened
0: they didn't the math was a mapping when spring came
1: what happened in spring 2020 covid hit
2: That yeah, right true
1: so i went from a slow drip to a no drip right right so here it is no income completely shut down because now my units are located in the two states that enforce the strictest laws with covid right shut us completely down
2: Oof. crazy Right, right.
1: So now I'm in a position where I'm personally on hook for all these units, all these leases, all the monies that's in the bank, I'm owing people. So what do I do? I started getting merchant account loans, like merchant, yeah, payday loans and all of that. And it just got worse. So it just got to the point where I just needed to file bankruptcy. Wow. I was so broke, Marvin. Okay. (laughs) I literally filed, (laughs) personally filed my own bankruptcy.
0: Wow. Goodness gracious.
1: I know. Went down to the federal building, got the packet, fouled it, stopped the bleeding, mm-hmm. eventually just relocated. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everyone's like, well, why you didn't get the PPP? Guess what? I did get the PPP. Something went wrong with my bank. I was part of a credit union bank mm-hmm. that didn't do business loan credits. Okay. Something to that effect. There was like, we're not structured for that. Mm-hmm. Sent my check back. Mm-hmm. Never got it back. Mm. So I literally had to grind it out and figure it out. And I ended up in financial literacy in Atlanta, Georgia. Got you. Because I knew there had to be some form of gap in my learning. Like, what am I missing here? Right, right. Joint uh, financial literacy mentorship had no intentions. I still didn't get the fact that God has set me up. Right. I Mm -hmm. had no intentions on going on into financial literacy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to start. So once I started getting my business funding, got my own bankruptcy removed, I'm like, yes, I'm back. I'm lit. What business do I want? Right. So I'm like, I'm going into the home healthcare industry. Mm -hmm. But what happened? You're so excited. I'm giving people plays, you know, on their business and they're getting funding. And then they just start coming to me four or five at a time. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy I was referring everyone to. And he was like, aquila like, I don't know if you see what I see, mm-hmm. but I think it's time for you to go into business. Okay, And that's how I ended up here. And it's been the most fulfilling thing I've ever done in my life.
2: Wow. I
0: mean, what, what was the mind frame when you had, because you talked about being so down bad, so broke at the time that you had to literally file your own bankruptcy, right? So what's the like, did you have at that time any family that you could count on, any resources, any friends within, I guess, the entrepreneurial space at the time that for guidance or was it really just you by yourself?
1: Oh, my God, that's an excellent question. I learned so much in that experience. Right. I didn't have the right people around me. Okay. All my friends were W2 workers making on average 50, 60 K. Right. Here it is. I'm the most successful person in my circle. Mm -hmm. I literally had no one to lean on. Okay. Right. And then that was number one. Mm. I didn't have the. I wasn't in the right environment. And then number two, here it is. They shut the world down. Right. Everyone's afraid. What am I going to do for money? Mm -hmm. I literally was in a state of shock. Right,
2: right, right. Because
1: I was not set up to fail in my own mind. So Mm -hmm. it was really literally a mental breakdown.
2: Mm.
1: It's almost like I've done everything right.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I had my rainy day fund. Um, Everything was right. You know, my credit was, I had an 815 credit score for many years that I never leveraged. Another thing that literally makes me ill. right. I could be sitting here
0: w- different conversation, very, <laughs> di- di- different. very different conversation. But at the time you just, you know, you don't know what you don't know.
1: Exactly.
2: And,
0: okay. Got you. So you're going through that. And then for you, you felt like at the time you were living in Chicago. Yes. And you felt like the next step that you needed to take was to make your way over to Atlanta.
1: Here's the funny thing. Uh-huh. So me and my background being in real estate, mm-hmm. my goal a year prior mm-hmm. was to move to Atlanta. To get okay. into something called apartment syndication
2: okay what is that
1: so apartment syndication is large apartment communities where you syndicate the deal so say for instance you go for like a 200 unit plus community right say you do something that is known as value add okay so we'll get like say a landlord owned it since 1980 and he hasn't did any updates but it's in a hot prime area okay so People will go in like real estate professionals, syndicators, and they will syndicate the deal. Mm -hmm. So say I'm the professional. Mm -hmm. So I'll go ahead, syndicate the deal, and then I'll rally up like maybe 20 to 30 people to put 20, 50K in a deal. Mm -hmm. And then we'll leverage that down payment. So I'll make a capital raise for the down payment, Mm -hmm. but then leverage the balance with the bank.
2: Got you. Like
1: Freddie Mac loan or something like that. So huge commercial loans. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge business. Mm -hmm. It's this guy named Joe Fairless that's out there, right? At the Mm -hmm. time, he was charging 50K for mentorship. Okay. So the Southeast region was hot. So I'm like, you know what? I want to be closer because I was talking to, I was building out these relationships. Right. I want to be closer. I want to be right there where I can travel to North Carolina, travel to Florida to really actively be involved in the mentorship. Right. That wasn't God's plan for me.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah, so, yeah, He had something else in mind.
1: He had something told. If you would have told me
2: mm-hmm.
1: in 2018 that I would be sitting here talking to you about financial literacy, I thought I was about to blow up in real estate.
2: Right, right, right.
0: But that was
1: my plan.
0: Right, but then you had to make a pivot, and it had to be something else.
1: I pivoted 100, percent and okay. what I now know is that's what was happening—a redirection.
0: Right, right, and that's that's powerful. So you go from Chicago. You initially, the plan was apartment syndication. That's what it's called, correct? Yeah. You're supposed to, but, and the plan was, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And God was like, nah, try this. You end up in Atlanta, still kind of working from that financial hardship that you're going through. And now what, what were the steps that kind of, because at this point you're looking for a redirection. What was it about getting into the business credit, business funding aspect of things? What, what pushed you to get into that of all things? Because you could have went in a million other different directions, right? So why that?
1: I got a funny story talk to me so you have some amazing questions. I love it, so I come here I, I connect with a real estate community right right so i 'm like i'm gonna st- I, I, i'm gonna do what I do right I can rent something in my sleep right um connected with them, you know it really it was mo- it was kind of slow motion because i don't know this area like that right Chicago you know i'm lit I know, I know the communities right, right? Right, right it was a learning curve there. So I'm on Instagram because the world was kind of shut down and we all were on lockdown and all this other stuff. So everyone's on the internet now. I'm on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I wonder what this tour thing is. Okay. I said, I bet someone's doing it on a professional level. Mm -hmm. So it took like a strange course of events, right? Mm -hmm. So my cousin was like, hey, it's some guy that got like 100 cars and I think he's in Atlanta with you. Okay. And I'm like, really? And mm-hmm. they like, yeah. So they sent me this um link to earn your leisure or not earn your leisure, a million dollars worth of game. Shout out to them. They um was interviewing Maddie J. Shout out to Maddie J. Right? Right. So now I'm on the internet, never really been on Instagram at all, had no reason to be on there, right? right so right. now I'm on Instagram every day mm-hmm. trying to see what Maddie J is talking about, right? Getting okay. on his lives. Me being in the real estate space, mm-hmm. it's this guy. Tony, the closer. Right? I,
0: know, I know of him, too. Yeah. Some
1: re- I'm following him. Right. I was a real estate person. Right. Every time I would turn on Instagram, he would pop up on my feed. Mm-hmm. He's beefing with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I'm still ignoring it. I'm ignoring it like all week. So I'm mm-hmm. like, let's see what Maddie J is doing. I need to come up with some money and start renting something. Right. He's beefing with him. 500. Right. So it forced me onto Marcus's page mm-hmm. And now I'm reading all about markets, and right. I'm like, I think I need this guy.
0: Shouts to the goat, <laughs> In right? Hundred, yeah.
1: I got a bankruptcy, right? I want to go into business, right? Oh, you're gonna teach me all about financial literacy. Mm-hmm. God, thank you. That's what I needed. Boom, joined, mm-hmm. and. I just started taking the steps that was required. Actually, I started taking the steps that was required with the free information he was giving me, okay. cleaning up my personal credit, Right. getting everything set up there, mm-hmm. gotten to the mentorship, just Took went off. to work. Right. I, I went to work, but I'm gonna tell you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: cleaning up my own personal credit mm-hmm. was one of the most challenging things I've ever hey. done in my life. Especially
0: if you got a bankruptcy, that's man, you pulling
1: teeth. Oh my God, right. and and this is when I knew I was in the right environment versus, and you asked an excellent question, versus the environment I was in before, because right. I gave up. Mm-hmm. I literally had people who had just met me would call and check on me, like, how are you doing? What happened when you sent that letter out I sent you? Right. And I'm like, well, you know, I haven't. He's like, no, today. Mm-hmm. Jump on it today. What did they say? What was the response? Because Marvin, I was trying to pay someone to fix my credit and they refused to take my money.
2: That's crazy. Okay. (laughs)
1: He's like you can do this. I'll give you a letter. You can just send it out. Right. And eventually it worked. It took me five months, but I was on top of it every day. Right, right, right. It was work.
0: Right. And then ultimately you were able to kind of clean your credit report up. And then that was kind of what segued you into the space that you're in now where you got where was able to dive into credit. Right.
1: Yes. Gotcha. And so now I have hands on experience right. with what it feels and look like someone trying to has no clue about repairing personal credit, mm-hmm. reading up all these laws, and it was quite challenging, right? right all of a sudden i'm starting to get business funding right so now i'm telling all my friends i'm part of other groups and i'm like look run this play this bank got like 50k in the car like how are you doing like let's get your business credit profile up like you know i'm just telling everybody so Mm -hmm. now they're referring their friends to me Mm -hmm. and people like just coming to me by the droves Mm -hmm. like hey you got such and such 20k like how you do that right Then all of a sudden, I just started getting a lot of clients in. And then I was like, you know what? I tried to refer them to someone who couldn't get anyone funded. And I'm like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. I said, give me 24 hours. And I just went into business. Right. And then from
0: there, there, that's where the business funding took off.
1: That's where it took off. And it became very clear to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, I almost missed my mark. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was in that valley for no reason. Right. Because this is very personal to me. Mm -hmm. This isn't like how real estate was. Right. This isn't about a check. Like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even get out the bed and come meet you unless a check was being written. Right. Now I'm everywhere just talking about business credit. And it was obvious that it was something that had saved my life. And I had the opportunity to help others. Son, you know I pulled you over today?
0: Because I was doing 90 a 40 and hit three people along the way? (laughs) No, I don't care about that. What I do care about, though, is uh, when checking our system, it seems like you got a 580 credit score, right? Now, normally, I'd give you a ticket for this, but instead, I'm gonna give you a link to a website called francoiscapital.com, right? They specialize in removing hard inquiries, charge-offs, collections, student loans, addictions, and so much more. So when you leave here, head over to francoiscapital.com and book your free credit consultation today, the capital way. All right,
2: All right well, thank you, officer. What, what the hell is this? Are you even a cop?
0: Right. Man, I mean you want to talk about a journey, yeah. So to, to to kind of see how everything fell into place for a greater good of you now being in the situation where you were able to clean up your personal credit report, learn about business funding, and also help and put other people in position where they could do the same. You know, one, it lets you know in the greater greater sense of everything, you know, things happen for a reason. You could have looked at the bankruptcy and you having to change locations and the apartment syndication and everything else not working out the way that you wanted it to as, you know, things going wrong. But to the point that you made earlier, it was all just a redirection to ultimately get you where you are now to where you're able to educate others with the same thing that you once needed at a time so that they can have it as well. So I think that's great. I think that's amazing. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So let's dive into that then, right? Because like I said... Uh, in the beginning of the podcast, when it comes to uh, the world of credit, everybody in some way, shape or form, if they have not they're getting ready to very, very soon come into some some type of interaction when it comes to personal credit, financing a car, getting a house, applying for a job in some cases. Right. Um, but we don't talk enough about business credit and to the point that you just made. It's it's a whole nother world. Oh
3: my god! It's a, it's
0: a whole other beast, right? And I, that's why I was so excited to have you on here because I would wanted you to really just break this thing down from top to bottom. So let's do that, right? Let's 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 get the ball rolling with that. When it comes, so when it comes to credit, uh, let's talk about personal versus business. For the, the person who's watching right now, for the person who's listening right now, what exactly is the difference between personal credit and business credit? Walk us through that.
1: Huge, huge difference. Business credit literally saved my life. Okay. I was able to pay for mentorship, mm-hmm. like for the home health care that I wanted to get into. 10 mm-hmm. grand, boom. What I did before. I I now call that hustling backwards, Okay. trying to sponsor it with my own personal cash and all of that. Mm -hmm. So when you get into business credit, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you understand that you're limiting, you're reducing your risk, Mm -hmm. right? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Here's what could have happened in my story. Had I had everything structured on the business side in my business name, rather than me filing a chapter seven, Mm -hmm. I could have filed a chapter 11. What's the difference? It's like a chapter seven on the business side. Okay. We could have shut down the business, dissolved it. I could have saved my 815 credit score when I got a new LLC and just when I got a whole new level of funding at that point.
2: Gotcha. This could
1: have turned out very different. Right. So the difference between the two is when things are reporting on your business side, Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have to worry about that utilization, Mm -hmm. right? On your personal side, you got like, let's just first break down the personal credit report, right? Mm -hmm. So you got like factors and a weighted score. Everyone knows about that. Mm -hmm. The payment history, 35%, utilization, 30%, the mix of credit, things Mm -hmm. of that nature, right? Mm -hmm. That utilization is destroying you. You trying to use your personal credit to fund your business in the first place. Mm -hmm. Having credit and funding on the business side, that's not a factor. In fact, the more business credit that you use and max out the cards, they're looking at you like, hey, Akila, you need some more funding. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. more you use, the more they give you. Right. You don't need to worry about the debt to income ratio at all, which is allowing you to maximize your potential to get even more funding. Right. Because they're using your personal credit in order to approve you to begin with for business credit.
0: Got you. Okay. Okay. So that's a that's a pretty concise breakdown as well. So so like you said with the business, you know, we actually get rewarded for using it, whereas with the personal, you could use it. But like you and I know there's a limit to it, right? Because you have credit card utilization where yes. we have to worry about that when it comes to revolving lines of credit, right? Not putting it over that 30% rate. Really, you want to keep it in, keeping it under that 10%
1: rate. 100%. But
0: then also on even when it comes to installment credit, you mentioned again, DTI, debt to income ratio, yes. which is real. I've heard some stories where people got... Certain, certain loans that prevented them down the line from even being able to open a a phone, uh, you know, open, get a phone bill. Isn't that crazy? But it's just the truth. So you you look
1: at it like this, right? So you give me a $10,000 credit card, Mm -hmm. but you don't want me to use no more than $1,000 on it. Mm -hmm. Pretty much you're going to penalize me for using it. Right. But that's, that's how it is on the personal side.
0: But on the business side. You know, you're able to run that thing up, as, but responsibly. You're able to run it up responsibly.
1: Please, responsibly.
0: Right, right. You're able to run it up responsibly. So, we're using these credit <laughs> the credit, right, for things that we're already paying for. But on the business side, it gives us more leverage than it does on the personal side. But you said something that was key. You talked about being able to use our personal credit report and use our personal credit as leverage to get business credit, right? So, let's d- dive a little bit deeper into that. And as it pertains to getting business credit, um, do we need to have a good personal credit report? Do we need to have a clean personal credit report in order for us to obtain business credit? And if we do, what does our credit report need to look like to put us in the best position possible to get business credit?
1: Yes, in my opinion, you do. However, when it comes to business credit and funding, right, you you can go two routes. You can do it without good credit or you can do it with good credit. Okay. So you, you hear a lot of people say out here, oh, you could just get funding on your EIN. Right. Yeah, you can, but that's going to limit you. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because banks, their whole goal is to mitigate risk. Right. So what do they use? They use like the three C's of funding. Okay. You know what I mean? They're right. either going to check your credit mm-hmm. to leverage to approve you. They're going to look for collateral, anything like 401k, real estate, and they're going to look for the business um, cash flow. So the question is, do you have income coming into your business? Right. Right. If these three things aren't in order, what do we have to leverage to how can we trust you? Mm -hmm. How how can we prove that you're going to actually pay us back? Mm -hmm. So my. Best way for me, for you to get credit, is to just go ahead, clean up the personal credit. You do that by cleaning up all late payments, anything that's derogatory. You wanna keep that utilization, like you mentioned, under 10%, Mm -hmm. zero late payments, guys, zero late payments. Mm -hmm. I've seen people with an 800 credit score one late payment will drop you a hundred points. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, mm-hmm. you wanna make sure that you have a mix of credit. So you need to just understand the entire weighted scoring model and then in order to structure that credit report out in the correct fashion, we're gonna do things to that scoring model to maximize your potential um, approvals on the business credit side, mm-hmm. Right? right? So here's what we need to know. We need to make sure that that utilization is under 10 percent right everything is paid on time you want to have a mix of credit installments secure credit lines you can get that through banks by making relationships with them Mm -hmm. and once you got that set up you want to then go over to your business side and start structuring and building out your business credit profile get it up to at least 80. Mm -hmm. once we have a perfect business credit score and a personal credit score we can go run up a bag for the maximum amount on business credit cards and funding.
0: There you go, boom, okay. So now when it comes to, you mentioned mix of accounts, is there a certain amount of accounts that we wanna look to have on our credit report as we're building it out, right? Because we know we talk about mix, we talk about installment lines of credit. Revolving lines of credit. Is there a specific number that we're looking to hit? Do we need at least four accounts, five accounts? Six I would accounts? say ten plus. Ten plus. At okay, gotcha. Ten
1: plus accounts, and you also want to make sure that the credit age, the average age of all of these accounts are mm-hmm. at least five years or more. Some Oof. people say three, I say five.
0: Okay. Is there any reason why we were leaning more towards five than three?
1: Yes, because you're looking more stable, you're looking more credible, you look more reliable. Mm-hmm. And I I advise my clients to at least get a $10,000 line of credit okay. on the personal side before we even go on the business side. Okay. This is where I see because we, you know, what do they like to do? They like to match Your last highest credit limit, right? Okay. But that's another thing on the business credit side, which is a plus. Mm -hmm. You tend to get approved three to five times higher credit limit amounts than what is already approved on your personal credit. Gotcha. That's another thing I like. So if you got a $10,000 credit card over here, you're more than likely going to get approvals on the business side for business credit, 30 to 50K. That's what we're looking for.
0: Gotcha. 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 Okay. That's huge. That's huge. So now, We understand the difference between personal credit and business credit. We understand when it comes to obtaining business credit, using our personal credit, what our personal credit report needs to look like. Um, And then also another question I would have about the personal credit report is, you know, we know how many accounts we want and the age of accounts and things like that. Are there any specific credit building accounts that you would recommend that we can use to build out our our personal credit report to make it as strong as we possibly can?
1: Yeah, you can do like rent reporters, but my favorite, Talk to me. I don't know. Talk to me. If anyone... (laughs) Drop a gem. Go ahead. Like, Navy Federal is really my favorite. If you can get in there, guys, get into Navy Federal. Mm -hmm. So they have something called a pledge loan. But Navy Federal isn't the only one. But credit unions are my favorite. So if you can get yourself in a credit union, Mm -hmm. please do so, okay? Okay. So these are secured loans, right? I try to tell my clients... If you got hundred k lying around, mm-hmm. get a hundred thousand dollar pledge loan. Okay. That takes you to next level that open up doors for you that wouldn't normally be opened up. But I'm not saying necessarily if you're not there yet, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because the beauty of it is you can get as many pledge loans as you actually want. So if you mm-hmm. have five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand, let's do it. Get yourself a secure pledge loan. But here's the secret. Talk to me. You get the you get the loan, right? right? What they're going to do, ultimately, a pledge loan is just a secure loan. It's backed by the monies that you have in your actual checking account. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get approved for. Mm-hmm. So, say, for instance, you got $10,000 lying around in your personal account, on your um, savings account, right? They'll approve you for that 10K. They'll put you at a 2.5% interest rate. Right. What you do is it's going to take maybe... Twenty four to forty eight hours for you to get approved. Mm-hmm. They then transfer that balance to your personal checking account.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then they create an actual separate line item showing the actual secured loan, like mm-hmm. pledge loan here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how much you owe on it. Mm-hmm. You immediately can take that monies from your personal account mm-hmm. and pay ninety five percent of that loan off. Okay. Immediately. Right. What is that doing? You're creating a primary trade line Mm -hmm. on your personal credit report, which is strengthening it. Mm -hmm. I've seen people score go up 50, 70 points Mm -hmm. just from that next cycle, just from that one loan. Mm -hmm. Because now it looks like, oh, Akilah had a $10,000 loan, but she paid 95% of it off rating goes up not only does your rating goes up on your personal credit report it's also going up on in your internal banking rating score mm-hmm. with navy federal or the bank that you're using these products with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so huge turn around and do another one right so now you're so that's impacting like the mix of credit the amount of credit, you're looking responsible, everything is looking good, mm-hmm. your credit profile is strong, mm-hmm. you can then go for other loans that's gonna match that amount.
0: Right, and then you're, you're flying from there.
1: You are flying from there.
0: So now my question to you is this, somebody heard you say, if you have $10,000 lying around. Now I know I know how my audience gets, so I'm, I'm gonna ask okay. a question, I know you are going <laughs> all oh, gonna ask. What if I don't got $10,000 lying around? If I don't got $10,000 lying around, can I still go out here and, and set up this, set up this play. Do I need 10,000? Do I need 5,000? Do I need 500?
1: 500, huh? 500 is
0: good. Okay. Good. It
1: does not matter. Whatever you have. Okay. $500.
2: Good.
1: $750. Mm-hmm. Get the pledge loan. But here's the beauty of it, guys. You're just circulating the money. Right. As soon as you pay that loan off, it's going back into your, your, this is a play you can run in a three, four day period. Right. Money's right back into your account. Mm-hmm. So gather up all the money you possibly can. Mm-hmm put it into the savings account, call, get the get the pledge loan, have it circulated, it's going to be transferred to your personal account. right. You pay 95% of it off and then you can take your time over time, get the maximum terms though, right? right? I like to get the 60 months, okay, right. You don't need to pay. So what it ultimately does when you pay off that ninety five percent of it, it's paid off the payments that we're due in the future. Right. So it's not like you need to immediately start paying whatever need whatever terms were laid out in front. Gotcha. You understand? You okay. can take your time to pay it back. Gotcha. And you ultimately want it to stay at least six months so it can have an impact on your credit profile.
0: So we're basically just taking our cash that was laying around in our bank account, anyways. We're turning it into an account that's helping our credit report, and thus, if it's helping our credit report, it gives up, makes us looks better, look better to lenders. So now, down the line, when we want to go and get that bag, you understand? They're looking at the report and they see they see that account and yes. all these other things that we've used to build our report, and they are just throwing the money at us. They just they just flinging the bags of money at us. That's basically what we're doing.
1: Pretty much.
0: Beautiful. Look yes. It. God. Is good. <laughs> God, it, God. God. God is good. Okay, and that, and I think that's really really good. But now I want to piggyback off something that you said earlier because. You know, we talked about we've talked about the difference between personal credit and business credit. Um, And we're getting deeper and deeper into this conversation of business credit. But, you know, like I know, we can't talk business credit unless we also talk about the business because you can't have business credit without the business. Right. Yeah. Super important. Super duper important. So there's somebody watching this who is interested in getting business credit, but they're probably sitting in one of two chairs. Either a they have a business, but the business isn't properly structured. Or B, they want business credit, but they haven't even started putting together their business, and they're looking at you. They're like, "Okay, I love everything she's saying. She's, she's 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 saying all these all these amazing amazing things that I love to hear. But I need some information on how I can either take this business that I already have that's not properly structured and figure out how to structure it properly, or man, I don't even got a business to begin with. What 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 what, what steps do I need to take to put get my business set up so I can go out here and get business credit? So can you talk us through that? Can you walk us through it and then explain? What does our business need to look like in order to be properly structured, right? So that we when we do go to get business credit, we look beautiful to the lenders as well.
1: Of course. and um, to your to to your viewers, right? Right? This isn't anything new. It's just a reminding session. Mm-hmm. So yes, you want to become fundable. And you want to make sure that everything is set up in the correct fashion. Here's where we want to start our name. Mm-hmm. People do not understand the importance of the name. Okay. It starts there. You want to make sure you don't put anything inside your name that's going to place you on a do not list or restricted funding list, right? Okay. Along with the name is also the SIC code. I want to point that out specifically because you you hear a lot of people like just flying through that make name it LLC and mm-hmm. fun. I want to stay there with the name just for a hot, quick second, right? Okay. So say, for instance, you're a gym owner. Right. Right? But you also have an online business as well, online fitness business. Right. The difference between you getting $200,000 in funding over your funding sequence versus 50 mm-hmm. is the type of coding that you're going to place your business in and mm-hmm. how you're going to name it. Right. So if I'm a gym owner, say Aquila's Gym, mm-hmm. right? I go to the bank, I structure it out, and I say, oh, I have a fitness gym. No, what I probably wanna do, and this can, what I'm about to tell you, Mm -hmm. can work in all industries. Mm -hmm. You have to be strategic about this because. I can then just say, Hey, I have an online fitness business. Right. And I can code my business, my SIC code, according to that business mm-hmm. and fit it perfectly. So once I got the naming in place, I don't want to use anything or place anything inside the name that's going to flag my accounts either. Gotcha. Like I don't want to use anything that has to do with trucking, logistics, real estate, credit repair. Okay. We all know this, right? Right. Once we got the name in order, you want to then go ahead and get like your phone number. You want to make sure that your phone number is professional. Get something like a voice over IP. You got phone.com, ring central. From there, what's also ultimately important is registering it with the 411 database. Okay. a lot of people miss this. That's extremely important and businesses and lenders like to see that because Mm -hmm. there are certain things and criteria and writing, you know, like investigation to confirm that you're actually a business in order for you to get on that list. Mm -hmm. From there, you want to make sure you go get a domain name. Mm -hmm. But before you do anything, here's a site I like to go to namecheck.com, N-A-M-E-C-H-K dot com. Namecheck.com is going to let you know if the domain name is available as well. If it's available on any other social media outlets, Mm -hmm. because my idea is for you to at least get a name. That's going to be uniform across the board. Mm -hmm. So if I put in a keyless gym, a keyless gym going to pop up on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever I need it to show up, my domain, my website, right? Right. You want to get, um, from there, you want to get the, the, um, so you got the domain name, you got your, e, not your EIN quite yet, but you want to make sure that your address, that's not exactly. I'm missing. So you want to make sure you got a corporate address. Okay. I don't like UPS box stores. This These, the, you look risky. Right. Again, banks want to mitigate risk. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure that you're an actual legitimate business. Right. So get something like Regis, Opus. You know, things of that nature. But then you can also Google to see if there's any virtual offices in your local um, community or your local city that you live in. For instance, I live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it's something called Peachtree Offices. Gotcha. They're not as expensive as like WeWorks. They only charge like $37 a month mm. versus $50 a month with a year contract.
2: Right, right.
1: Right? Okay. So the importance of that is you look like you're a legit business. So Mm -hmm. when I Google a keyless gym, you're gonna pop up in a corporate building, not a UPS box store. Okay. Yeah. So it's things like that you wanna make sure it's also uniform. Mm -hmm. Then you wanna go for your EIN, right? Right. Before you go for your EIN, you wanna go with the secretary of state and actually get your entity. I highly, highly, I go through this all the time. Mm -hmm. Right, Marvin? Highly recommend that people get a tax professional to understand how to structure their business out in the correct fashion. You get very different tax breaks if you're structured as an LLC, versus an S-Corp. Mm-hmm. Please understand the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Choose the right proper structure It's mm-hmm. gonna save you in taxes overall.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you get that, make sure that the name is available, register it with the L- your LLC or your S-Corp or partnership, whatever your advice, anything that works for your business, mm-hmm. move on, get an EIN, mm-hmm. free, irs.gov. You don't mm-hmm. need to pay any services. As soon as you put in EIN, all these others links pop up and people are confused, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, oh, Aquila, do I need to pay $100? No, you do not. Mm-hmm. No, you do not. All this stuff you can do yourself with the proper direction, right? Get the EIN, get the address. Very highly important all the information that you have on your LLC, I mean with the Secretary of State, with your phone company that you create, with any business account that you open, you wanna make sure it's the exact same information, the same phone number, the same name, the same email address, everything must be congruent. Gotcha. Then you go for your banking accounts. Right. My advice is to get one of each type of banking account that's out there. Okay. Why? Because you just want to leverage your your ability and maximize the amount of funding. Right. So the goal is to start making banking account and banking relationships with banks that's going to offer the business credit products Mm -hmm. that's going to maximize your success. Right. So a national bank, you want to go with like BOA or Chase of America, Mm -hmm. a regional bank like Regions Bank or PNC, PNC, one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. a credit union, Alliance Navy Federal. Mm -hmm. These banks are very different, structured different, offer very different products and services. Mm -hmm. And what you want to do, you want to, before you go asking for the bag Mm -hmm. and asking for money, Mm -hmm. you want to make relationships with these banks, increase your internal banking score, then go for the products and services that they offer for your business. Huge, huge difference.
0: Got you. Got you. Wow. That's that basically just broke the whole thing down from, from top to bottom. Okay. So... Like you said, in terms of structuring our business, we have to be very strategical about how we do it, right? We can't just go run out there get a LLC and think we ready to go get $100,000, 90,000. No, it don't work that way. It's a process to this thing, right? We have to make sure that we're getting that, we're getting the address, we're getting the, you know, the 411 database thing that you talked about. That's a gem. That's something that, you know, even myself, I even me when I'm talking about people with funding, that's something I don't even think to bring up. So I appreciate you for that too, yeah. right? <laughs> but from the from the 411 database the address, making sure um, I'm not sure if we talk about business email. I know that's a big one too.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. See,
0: there you go. Boom. Yeah. And then also the phone number. I'm not sure if we mentioned that as well. Yeah,
1: we did. Like you can go to Ring Central yeah, there and then you go. with the email and everything, you can you you all of this stuff that we're talking about, Tumor, it can it can be done in one day. Right. You can go over to like GoDaddy or something like that. I personally like GoDaddy. I get the domain, email, website, eighty four bucks a year. There you a go. year.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that's another thing too. To get these things set up, you're not, you know, dropping ridiculous amounts of money. Like, if you really take time to do your due diligence and look into these different websites, whether it's the phone number or the virtual address or you know all, all these other parts that make structure the business, you're not going to end up spending ten thousand dollars before you go and can go out and structure. It. Like, no, it's these are very cost effective things that you need to make your business look as legitimate as possible, and that's the most important thing, right? So exactly. now. You know, we've talked about everything from personal versus business, and now we've talked about structuring our business and um, cleaning up the credit reports and things like that. So let's say now we're at a point where, as we're going through this interview, we're now at a place where we have our business that's properly structured. Our personal credit is where it needs to be. We touched on this earlier, but I wanna get a little bit deeper into it, right? In the world of business credit, you have uh, personal guarantee versus non-personal guarantee business credit, right? Talk to us a little bit more about that. What exactly is the difference between business credit that we get through leveraging our personal credit versus business credit that we get through leveraging our business credit? And between the two, is there one that's better than the other one? Is there one that we should lean more towards and why?
1: I would say just get your personal credit together because you want to get the maximum amount of funding. Right. Because what's available to you if your credit isn't great, right? Right. They're either going to look to the cash that the business is bringing in Mm -hmm. or they're going to look at collateral. Mm -hmm. Do you own anything? Mm -hmm. And if not, we we can't give you any funding. Mm-hmm. Give us a reason to give you money, mm-hmm. right? So when you go with PGN and non-PGN, mm-hmm. period guys, stop thinking, and, and, and I, I hear this a lot, well I don't wanna personally guarantee it, why not?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're not gonna believe in yourself and your business, why do you want the bank to risk <laughs> their That's money true. on you? Right. And then you have to understand that you're in the building phase. Mm-hmm. If, if you're just starting out, don't be like me. I had an A15 credit score for many, many years and I never leveraged it. Mm-hmm. I could have been in a very different position. Mm-hmm. So PG'ing it just simply means that you're putting your name on the line that if this loan goes bad, I'm responsible for it. Gotcha. But here's another thing, it's not my willhouse, and I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but I got another gem for you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's personally guaranteed and you see things are going bad, you file that chapter 11, you can avoid it from Hitting your personal. Okay. Now confirm that with a professional. I'm But that's that, what my yeah. understanding to be true. Right. You understand? Right. Right. If right. You guys get my drift? Right. 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 So, who cares if it's personally guaranteed? Why not risk it? Mm-hmm. Um, because what's available to you? so if you say hey i don't want to personally guarantee anything you're gonna go with like those fintech cards Mm -hmm. what if known as like charge cards for instance like divi Mm -hmm. i got a divi card Mm it's 100k Mm -hmm. but guess what if i use that 100k it's due at the end of the month right the whole 100k right 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 and if i don't pay them their 100k well
0: well (laughs) <laughs> we got problems. Right.
1: Exactly. Right. That's putting you in a in, in a worse position. That's worse than getting a merchant loan. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you want stuff that's gonna allow you to use the money and take your time to pay over time. How do you do that? You do that by leveraging your personal credit. Right. And then you and, and I would prefer to have 200 k Going for credit increases three, six months. That's another thing people need to understand. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to pop up at any part of this conversation, but I'm feeling compelled to say it. Let's do it. Guys, ask for credit increases Mm -hmm. on your personal side and your business side, especially your personal side. Mm -hmm. If any personal credit card that you currently have Mm -hmm. and you haven't asked for a personal a increase mm-hmm. do that now before going for business funding mm-hmm. because what happens is they're going to match the highest credit card limit that you have on your personal side to determine how much you can handle mm-hmm. on your business side mm-hmm. that's just the way of the it makes sense
0: right right hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Okay. Why would I give you a hundred thousand, but you've only had $2,000? That's true. How, how do I know that you can handle that. this right.
0: money? Right, right, That's hundred percent true. And that's something I've even experienced on my, on my own. You know, earlier when I was building credit and I didn't know no better and I had an, my highest limit was like a thousand dollars. I'm over here applying for credit cards saying, oh, they about to throw me 10,000. 10, they about to throw me 20,000. They're like, nope, 1100. I'm like, this is only a hundred more right. than what I already have. But, it, but to your point, it's the truth. Like the bank's number one priority is banks make money off of giving us money so they want to loan us money but at the same time they're smart right they need to do protect they need to protect themselves first so i'm not just going to throw a hundred thousand willy-nilly at every tom dick and harry that walks in and out of these bank doors it's just not going to happen
1: it wouldn't be i mean it wouldn't be a business it's not smart right
0: it, it, it just, Yeah, it wouldn't be good for business at all so you're 100 right so you know understanding that now like you said it when we talk about going the personal guarantee route versus the non-personal guarantee route, with the personal guarantee route, you just have so much more leverage, right? You just have so much more yes. that you can do. You just gotta be responsible, right? In terms of Please how, you, be
1: responsible. How, how you use
0: the credit and making sure that we're not out here using it willy nilly for things that we don't even actually need, right? Please be responsible. 100%, 100%. <laughs> so, so now in this breaking all of that down, I wanna talk about another aspect of the business credit that I feel like isn't talked about enough. Let's talk about sequencing right oh
2: yeah because
0: with sequencing for those who don't know uh well for the person who's watching right now they're listening to us have this conversation and they got a checklist they're checking off every box they're like you know what personal credit check business structure check all right business bi- business uh, you know my personal credit looks good my business is structured properly i have an understanding of everything i need to do or the ducks i need to have in a row for me to go on and do this thing I don't know where to go. Do I go to Do I go to Chase? Do I go to Wells Fargo? Do I go to Navy? I heard her say Navy Federal. Do I go to Capital One? My granny opened a bank. Do I go to my granny bank and get get some money from there? I I need to know, right? Ooh, I, need, I got something I, for you. To, listen, listen to me. I need you to to talk me through it. Walk me through it. Let's get into the sequencing of this thing. If I'm listening to this and I'm like, all right, I hear everything she's saying. It all sounds great, but I need some direction in terms of what banks do I go to to maximize the amount of funding I'm able to get for my business. Where do I go, and, and what does that look like?
1: Let's get into this. Now, I hope you guys took notes earlier. Everything must be set up and structured. Do not skip a step. Right. Do not skip a step. Mm-hmm. Make sure that your personal credit is on point. Your business credit is where it needs to be, right? right. Here's what you have and what's possible for you. There Let's are a ton of it. 0% credit cards out there okay. with so many points, with so many, oh, my God, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But here's where you want to start. You want to first make sure that you understand that Experian, Equifax, and Transillion. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have, and that's something we skipped in the beginning, you don't want to have any more than the two to three credit cr- credit inquiries mm-hmm. on your personal side before, right. when you're starting out for business funding. Why? Because you look irresponsible. Right. And if you're applying for a lot of credit, you look desperate. Mm-hmm. Banks don't like to give you money when you're looking desperate. Right. So everything is in order. Everything is set up. Experian, where you want to go first, you want to hit Chase. Okay. Chase is giving you up to 50%. Okay. Okay. I mean, 50K, I'm sorry. 50K in funding. Just okay. Chase itself. Once you hit Chase, Chase have a ton of different credit cards out there as well. You can apply for more than one. Mm-hmm. With one inquiry. Mm-hmm. You then wanna hit up PNC. Mm-hmm. PNC got a nice mix of like four or five business credit cards that I like. Mm-hmm. You can apply for a couple of those, mm-hmm. one inquiry.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you hit them up, go to Amax. Now mm-hmm. this is all on your experience. Right. Amax get both. You want the Amax gold and the A platinum. Okay. Apply for both of them. Right. Right? You're looking at a nice bag for both. Mm-hmm. That's, this is here on the experience side itself. Mm-hmm. So get your pen and pad, write that down. Got you. From there, what you're looking at? You're looking at six, seven credit cards, three inquiries. Okay. Cool. Jump on over to Equifax. Mm-hmm. You want to go to SunTrust. That's a soft pull. Mm-hmm. SunTrust is going to give you a bag. You're going to see something at least twenty k from SunTrust if you're set up properly, right? Okay from SunTrust, you want to go to BB&T. and okay. t you have to go see them in person. There's no online credit card report or credit card application or anything like that, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you want to go to what are known as the Elon banks, right? Like little small financial banks, community banks, mm-hmm. United Community is one. So I'm naming things that's in my region. I'm in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But guys, look for like the credit unions and things in your area but these banks that i'm mentioning are available in most areas right mm-hmm. from community bank you want to go to associated bank right right there in itself you have four credit cards three inquiries right. and that's on Equifax. okay now let's go to transunion
3: mm-hmm.
1: transunion you want to go to boa okay wanna, America. yes gotcha Get those two business credit cards that they have available for you, apply for both. On average, I'm seeing people getting up to 40K. On average, each card from BOA. BOA is sweet. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, From there you wanna go US Bank, Mm -hmm. another favorite of mine. So Bank of America and US Bank apply for both credit cards that are there, one inquiry each. From there, you want to go to like Navy Federal. Mm -hmm. You're gonna see at least 25k from them minimum. Mm -hmm. Navy Federal is gonna max you out up to 80k in business credit cards, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
1: Boom. There you go. Right there on TransUnion, five credit cards, three inquiries. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I know you like that.
0: I'm gonna. (laughs) I might just break this mic. I, I, I might just. I might just break this mic. Okay. So now I I, I have some questions of my own. Okay. Um, okay. Let me sit up. I have a couple questions of my own. Cause I, like I said, I want to, I love to get into the mind of the audience and ask a lot of questions. I feel like they will have as well. So we hear these list of banks, right? The first question I would have is, do I have to physically walk into each and every single bank location when applying for these cards or can I apply for them online?
1: you're applying online the only one you need to you need to be in person is bbnt
0: okay is there a specific reason for that
1: they just don't do online business credit
0: got you got you got you they prefer
1: to see you you. make sure they can trust you look you in the eye you're real
0: got you so now my now my next question is because this is something i've always heard as it pertains to just just chatter that goes on within the credit space let's say i'm applying online is there a specific time of day that's recommended for me to apply to, to to ensure that I maximize the amount of funding that I can get? Let me know.
1: Yeah, let's do it in the middle of the night. Okay.
0: Is there because 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 the ongoing thing that I've always heard within the credit community is that if you're applying for credit, personal or business, two to, two a.m. to yep. so four a.m. is the sweet spot, right? Um, I'm not sure if that's also what you've heard or if that's something that you also you also practice yourself yeah could you talk a little bit more about that as well
1: i'm gonna keep it real and this may be something different okay now i I didn't mention this but when i was working with corporate america i used to be a network analyst gotcha so overnight i don't know if you guys know that computers shut down and they do maintenance around that time i used to work for the mobile company at&t and banks so some of the banks we were partnering with and do this stuff with mm-hmm. during that hour used to be shut down time and maintenance time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It can be something pertaining to that. That's my theory. Gotcha. You. But you're absolutely correct. You, that you, is the you. sweet spot. Right. So I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but take advantage.
0: Boom. There you go. Okay. So then now my next, the next question I would say would be, you know, you're you're saying that we can apply online, but Let's say for some of these banks, like let's say I have a Chase in my neighborhood if I have or I have a Bank of America in my neighborhood, even though I can apply online, should I lean more towards applying in person? Because another thing that we hear commonly when it comes to business credit is relationships with banks, yes. relationship with banks. So is it, if I can go into a, Physical bank, whether it's because it's in my neighborhood or I'm willing to make the trend, the, the commute, whatever it is, to go yeah. in there physically. Yeah. Would you still recommend for someone who's listening right now to apply online, or would you say no? If you can go inside the bank, go in the bank because you you'll give yourself a better chance of getting approved for a higher limit.
1: Yes, Marvin, one hundred percent. Go inside the bank. Make it make relationships with relationship managers, mm-hmm. branch managers. That's what I do. Okay. That's how I have all this this sauce and this inside stuff, right. and this is how I'm getting approvals because I'm actually having the. conversation Conversation with the person that can help me get you approved, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a Chase or a BOA, yes, go in make a relationship, ask as many questions as possible so you can maximize the amount of money and funding that you actually get. Gotcha. And then you wanna go ahead and apply for all products. For instance, if on the personal side, run a bag up on that too. Okay. So say for instance, I wanna go to PNC or okay, let's say Navy Federal, they mm-hmm. got a car loan out there, a personal credit card and a business. Mm-hmm. I'm applying for all three and line of credit. Mm-hmm. Let's go. All
0: right. Okay, yeah. okay. Got you, got you, got you, got you.
2: Okay, okay, okay. But don't
1: go crazy, right? Right, 100%. <laughs> don't, the reason I like credit cards a lot, it's a lot of 0% introductory offers up to 18 months. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at free monies. Another thing, they got these balance transfers going on, which can maximize and extend that 15 months to a whole nother year, and it just goes on and on and on. And you can take your time to pay it back without penalty. Gotcha. So, guys, look into credit cards, one hundred percent.
0: Beautiful. Okay. Well, now, like you said, we, we just gave them a sequencing as it pertains to credit card, but you touched on it just now with Navy Federal. When it comes to funding, funding isn't isn't just credit cards, right? right. There's other different routes that we can take to get funding for our business. Uh, another route that we can take, and I'm sure you're very you're you're very um you've had your fair share of experience with it um let's talk no doc loans right cuz that's yes. another one too right and I, we that's also another hidden gem that i feel like as a, in the world of just funding not too many people get too deep into so, for the person who's watching right now who doesn't know, you know what that is? Could you explain? Talk a little bit about what a no doc loan is, why it works, and how we can also use it to get funding for our business. Oh
1: my god, I love your interviewing because I skipped all of that hey, when on, it came yeah. to the. Oh, you are amazing. You know,
0: I do a little something. <laughs> I
1: do it, I do <laughs> this he's making sure he's looking out for you guys because I skipped that part for the best part of why I like business credit and funding to begin with. Talk to me. So. You don't need to show tax returns, W-2s, anything of that nature. There's banks out here, Mm -hmm. BOA specifically, Mm -hmm. no doc. Mm -hmm. You can go in and just based on the fact that you're structured out in the correct fashion and your credit score on the personal and the business side is looking good, Mm -hmm. you can go in and say, hey, I need 50K. Mm -hmm. Fill out the application in the correct fashion. Guess what? You got 50K. Mm-hmm. It's just as simple as that. And they're not going to base it off any other documentation other than stated income on your application.
0: Talk a little bit more about that. What is stated income?
1: Stated income is the amount of money you think that your business is going to make. Like, for instance, you can you can everything in there. Aquila, right. what is your income? What's my household income? So me and my husband, my husband, he makes a um, 150k a year. He's a W2 worker. Me, I anticipate my business, my consulting business to make um let's say 250 within mm-hmm. this year. 280k. Got you. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's the projected income gotcha. that you think and see that your business is going to make. That's the beauty of this. This is so amazing for new businesses because mm-hmm. with this money, guys, you can literally start a business mm-hmm. like I did. Mm-hmm. I was starting a home healthcare business. I paid for mentorship, mm-hmm. right? You can start a business, scale your current business or literally pay for any short-term investment that you need and level yourself up today.
0: Got you, got you, got you, got you. Listen, that's that's another great gem on top of uh, on top of that as well because you know once again to your point when we hear business funding we automatically think credit cards but it's like no there's so many other avenues right that you're able to walk um, when it comes to getting funding and a no doc is another great one as well because a lot of times, especially if you're a new business owner, yes. now that's a gem too. Because in my mind, before I heard if I'm a new business owner and I didn't know that before I heard you say it and I go and fill out a business credit application, I probably think that, okay, when they're asking for business income, that means that I have to put uh thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars. But to the point that you know we just made, if you're gonna put forty that your business is projected to make thirty, forty thousand dollars and you're looking for funding from the bank, don't expect them to give you anything more than that, right? Exactly. But now if you're going on the stated income side of things, if you're projecting the business is going to do 100, $150,000, right? Now you're opening your business up to more opportunities for maximum, even more maximum funding. So that's another great gem in and of itself, too. This is this is this is beautiful. This is very, very beautiful. This is amazing. This is this is very, very <laughs> beautiful. So now let's continue to let's continue to go down that rabbit hole. I want to talk about another thing because you're on social media i'm on social media um one thing i've commonly seen when it comes to funding and i'm not sure if you have i'm sure you've seen it as well let's talk about getting a car in your business's name
1: oh my god guys please do it okay it's one of the easiest things ever okay. doa my favorite okay right no dot Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell you to bring in any type of documentation or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do, you want to build a relationship with them, right? Mm -hmm. Look good, increase your bank rating, get your score up to at least 80, guys. I would say just go for the hundred. Get a 100 Paydex score on your DMB. Make sure you got your Experian, your Equifax, all the business reports, reporting, right? Personal credit is on point, at least 680 or higher. I say, mm-hmm. see, 680 is the minimum, guys. Get up to 720. Get up to 720 if you can. Mm-hmm. Go in for the loan. You're not going to ask for any documentation. Mm-hmm. You're structured out personally approved. Mm-hmm. I promise you. So, it's gonna be like hitting the lottery.
0: So boom, you you actually just touched on something else as well. Let's backtrack a little bit now. Let's talk about because you said DMB and some people. Are like, what's 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 who who is DMB? What okay. is DMB? You're who, right. What is what is Paydex? What are, all these words I've never heard before? Yeah. Talk a little bit more about that because that's that's more on the business credit report building side of things, right? So when you say D&B, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Somebody's watching me, and I know what you're talking about. What exactly is DMB? What is what is the Paydex score, and why are these things so important when it comes to you know what we talked about when it getting when it comes to getting a car in your business name
1: so um, DMB, right? Mm-hmm. So that's your Dunn's um, report. So as soon as you get everything structured out, your entity name, you want to go to Dunn's and Bradstreet search okay. to see if your business is there. If it's not there, set up a, a Dunn's account, right? Got you. Get yourself a, a Dunn's number. Mm-hmm. A Paydex score is the same thing as you would get on your personal side. It's just for your business side. Got you. So some of these accounts, like the Net30 accounts and all that other jazz, what mm-hmm. they're doing is helping you establish a business credit reporting. You want to have business. Credit reporting for Duns and Bradstreet, mm-hmm. Equifax, as well as Experian. Gotcha. You can do this. I have a, a little gem for you guys. Talk to me. Please Talk to do this. Okay. Get Nav Boost. Thirty nine dollars a month. Okay. Get credible What they are gonna do is because lenders don't like to report business credit. You have to see to it being reported, right, mm-hmm. in order for the business credit reports to be established. Mm-hmm. These two accounts will allow you to manually add your business lines of credit, like your cell phones, your utility bills, anything that's in your business name, and they will see to it simultaneously being reported to all three boroughs. Boom. Beautiful. Establish. Go in, get a car in your business name. That way, it's not reporting on your personal side. Mm-hmm. Everything is on your business side. You're still able to maintain a healthy personal credit report while you're bawling out on your business side. Boom. Please get business credit. There please. you go.
2: There you go. Okay.
0: Beautiful. 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 So now we've covered it. we've covered a lot here. And as we get ready to uh, as we get ready to wrap this thing up, there's somebody here and they're listening. They've received all this valuable information. And They want to find out how they can tap in a little bit more to what you have going on and what you have to offer. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Because I, I see, I see the shirt. I see the shirt, beautiful, big, big and bold. Ninety <laughs> k, ninety days. Talk a little bit more about that, and also, you know, how people can get in contact with you and you know some of the products and services that you offer
1: amazing so my goal is to add as much value as possible right, right. i had to structure this thing out because i was just going live 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 and mm-hmm. it's, it's every day mm-hmm. so i'm Mrs. Cashflows. flows m-r-s-c-a-s-h-f-l-o-w-s mm-hmm. on ig mm-hmm. so i am giving you a free training mm-hmm. on how to obtain 90k in 90 days mm-hmm. the sequence i just gave you is well over 90k Okay. Once you structure yourself out, you can start the funding process within a 90 day period. Give a little or take, right? Mm-hmm. Go for funding. Let's go. Mm-hmm. If you are interested in obtaining or joining us for the free training, text nine zero K to seven seven three nine hundred eighty one zero four. hundred, 81 Oh four. On top of that, I'm going to give you a little document guys. Talk to I want to make sure that you see some of the accounts and all the tiers that are required on the business credit side. So, tapping in, texting at nine zero K, you're gonna get a free doc from me. I need you to be in the know, kind of understand what accounts you should be applying for in order to create these business credit reporting, in order to maximize your success once you get to the level where you're applying for corporate credit cards.
0: Boom, and then that's it. That's pretty yes. much it. Okay, so now my la- my last question to you as we close this thing out. I want you to answer this question for me. Just fill in in the blank for the statement for me. You should not get business credit if blank.
1: You should not get business credit if you're not looking to build wealth. Okay. If you're okay with your personal condition and you don't want to level up and scale up, Mm -hmm. business credit is the difference from being someone who earns $100,000 a year to someone who's earning a million dollars a year, Mm -hmm. literally. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to get to the millionaire status, you have to leverage other people's money to get there. Mm-hmm. There is no other way.
0: Gotcha. There you go. And there it is. Well, I mean, thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate your time, the information, the gems, the value. And, of course, thank you for everybody that tapped in to yeah. the, to this episode. Uh, what's the number again to text? The number is...
1: You want to text 90K mm-hmm. to 773-900-8104, mm-hmm. guys. Boom. Do it today. Let's go.
0: Most definitely. And I, and once again, I appreciate you for having And Thank you for everyone for coming through and watching the episode. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now, to just go ahead to slap that like button and to show this episode some love. But as always, you guys have been good. I've been great. Marva Francois, Mrs. Cash Flows. God bless. Thank you all. Have a great
1: night. Thank you, thank you, thank you.